Today, we take up whistleblowers and ask what happens behind the scenes with corporations and whistleblowers. If you're a compliance professional, then Compliance Man is here to help you figure out what to focus on and how within your organization. Join your host, Tim Kazanoff Bataroff, the Compliance Man, for three minutes of condensed compliance awesomeness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new season of Compliance Man. Yes, uh, Compliance Man is back. And as always, I'm joined by my colleague, Tim Kazanoff Bataroff, a compliance practitioner who focuses on compliance at international markets and has done so for 20 years. He's worked in six countries as an in-house compliance practitioner. And now I'm excited to announce he has started his own consulting practice, working with senior managers and compliance officers globally on complex ethics and compliance matters. He's also a co-founder of the Compliance Club, an international community of practitioners who have meetings of which I am honored to periodically attend, sharing best practices and trends with compliance. You can learn more about Tim, his Compliance Man Illustrated series, a YouTube channel, and request advice by clicking on the link that we're going to add uh, in the show notes. And this season of Compliance Man, which will be a 10-episode season, Today, we're going to take up episode number one, which is an incredibly timely topic. The question is, are whistleblowers enemies for corporations? This season is our true or false uh, season. And in each podcast, we'll take a different issue with Tim, a, a provocative topic from the corporate real life agenda and find out if it's true or false. As always, it will be tough and straightforward talks and we invite you to participate in our discussions by commenting on each podcast and perhaps proposing topics for the True or False series. Tom, thank you so much for having me. And dear listeners, we are glad that you are joining us for the new season of The Compliance Man. And as Tom, as you have said, let's talk about this very provocative topic. Because uh, as you have said, I am in for 20 years we've been working as in-house compliance person. And I can tell you very sincerely what I've heard. Behind the scenes, corporates are confessing that in many cases, they do not like whistleblowers. They think whistleblowers bring problems. Some senior managers think that they don't know how to protect whistleblowers on practice. While theoretically there are methodologies and all these things, but in practice, what I've heard Management is saying it's a problem. We don't know how to deal with them and uh, we don't know what to do with them. So, Tom, it looks that whistleblowers are considered to be an enemies for the corporations. So, Tim, let me uh, pose some true or false questions to you. These questions will include, can whistleblowers protect company and management from big problems? Can whistleblowers signal unethical or even unlawful practices in a corporation? And then three, is it a challenge to protect whistleblowers in the corporate reality? So starting off, uh, number one, what do you see? 
Well, I would agree with you, Tom, that whistleblowers can protect company and management from being problems by uh, signaling about sometimes not a big problem so far or problem that could become bigger. So I would agree with you that whistleblowers can protect company. Tim, next, uh, I would like uh, to ask you once again, true or false, are these um, needed to protect companies, excuse me, businesses, uh, let me start over, protect companies from actions that might be harmful to the business? That's also true, Tom. What about uh, one of the biggest arguments we hear in the corporate world that if a whistleblower informs a regulator about a company's misconduct, that could be a sign of hostile enemy behavior from the whistleblower himself? That's something which we, what we need to discuss, Tom, because as you correctly have said, any approach from the whistleblower of the regulator is some is very often a cause for the a problem for the company so these type of activities of whistleblowers of course are not appreciated by the corporations because they approach regulators and then we'll have problems as a companies however this is a tricky question so what do you think tom is it true or false that approach from the whistleblower of the regulator brings uh, use to the company, bring good to the company, or it's it's not true, it's always a bad thing and it's always a problem. So true or false? Is it a good thing when uh, whistleblowers approach regulators? Uh, Tim, I, I think it's a good thing when whistleblowers approach regulators. And if I could explain my reasoning a little bit. Uh, number one, the value of companies is much greater when they do business ethically and in compliance with laws. If companies do business illegally or this, the manner in which they conduct business, for instance, they engage in bribery and corruption, that can actually damage a company and certainly damage it in the long run because once you pay a bribe, you may be stuck uh, paying a bribe to get contracts going forward. Obviously, if you've paid a bribe to get a contract, uh, it may mean your work is substandard and the company or your customer may not get the value that they are paying for. And the third thing is, Tim, and this is what I really like your opinion on, because of your experience in working countries outside of the United States, many, most employees do not want to work for a company that engages in illegal conduct. They want to feel like their employer is ethical and that they're doing business in the right way. And they don't want to be associated with really unethical or even illegal conduct. And so for that reason, I think um, whistleblowers can actually improve employee morale. What would be your opinion of that uh, as well? I agree with you, Tom. What I have seen that people really want to work in ethical companies. Nobody wants to work for mafia or any unethical corporations. That is why I agree with you that sometimes when whistleblowers approach regulators, that leads to big, good changes in the companies. As in-house compliance officer, I believe that actions that companies need to undertake in order to cure the compliance failures, as for instance, implementation of corporate compliance programs, 
giving more resources to compliance functions in the end of the day enforce right culture and leads, as you have said, to sustainability from the strategic point of view. So, however, as I have said, it is painful, lengthy, and expensive process. So that is something that we should also admit. Still, I agree with you that uh, the practice shows that companies become more competitive and efficient having a strong compliance cultures. So we have these examples in the emerging markets when after, after the DOJ investigations, companies became more ethical, they became more attractive for foreign investors, they have stronger culture, they have the better governance. So I agree with you that sometimes, or probably frankly, always, when whistleblower approach the regulator, it leads to good and positive changes in the corporate cultures of the companies that DOJ has been investigating. So while it's still a painful process for, of course, for corporations, as a result, I think they, good, they get a good fruit. Tim, I'd now like to turn to the topic of protection of whistleblowers. In the United States, there are some whistleblowers that are protected by law. We had a new law come into effect on January 1 of 2021 that uh, gave more protections to whistleblowers. The European Union has uh, enacted a directive regarding whistleblower protection, which will become effective in December 2021, requiring companies to uh, have programs in place to protect whistleblowers. So uh, I think uh, there are countries and there are companies that understand the need to have whistleblower protections. Uh, I think that uh, that is important, but uh, the question I wish to pose to you is, where you practice now in uh, the Ukraine and but literally across Asia, do you see companies struggling with how to protect whistleblowers and indeed even seeing the need to protect them? That's a good question, Tom. I believe it depends on the maturity of the internal control uh, culture in the specific company. In some companies, they just have started these speak up processes. In these cases, they are not adjusted. They don't know what to do. They feel afraid as a management to get all these claims. They don't know how to protect whistleblowers. So for, the, for them being in the very beginning of the road, it is still a challenge. However, for big corporations that have been practicing uh, handling of whistleblower claims for already many years, they feel that it is a good thing. They, they, they can improve their governance, they can understand where they have problems, they can cure problems, and moreover, in the fields or in particular countries uh, where the international corporation is present, local managers understand that in case if they start doing something not in a very good way, this will be something that will be uh, uh, a claim or concern communicated through the whistleblower line. So it's also, it's also uh, acts as a method of protection of the company, so it's a kind of proactive measure as well. 
So I believe that um, the majority of big corporations understand that it's important to protect whistleblowers and to have these instruments, I mean this uh, whistleblower hotline, as an effective measure. However, for the many corporations, it is still a challenge because they're in, in the very beginning. Uh, Tim, unfortunately, we are near the time, end of the time for this episode of Compliance Man, True or False. But I hope that our listeners will join us again uh, next week when we have our uh, next episode. Uh, and uh, for uh, Tim Kashanov Batterov, this is Tom Fox. We look forward to visiting with you again. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance Man, True or False. If you'd like more information about Tim, I've linked to his LinkedIn profile in the show notes. Or if you need some help in Ukraine, Russia, or any of the countries in that part of the world, he's definitely the guy for you to contact. If you're interested in finding out what it's like to move to the CCO role or to sit in the CCO chair, I hope you'll check out my series, The Compliance Life, where for one month I focus on a current or former CCO. This month, it's Gabe Hidalgo. Gabe has a fascinating journey to the CCO chair. He's now a managing director at K2 Integrity. So check out The Compliance Life in the month of June featuring Gabe Hidalgo. Compliance Man is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.